right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Marriage Matters with Ken and Shar. Glad to have you in. How you doing, babe? I'm doing good. Doing good? Yeah, we just got home from seeing our kids in Florida. Oh, that was fun. Three grandbabies and got to watch some football games and softball games and enjoy our grandchildren. We had a great time, right? We really did. It's hot down there. It is a little humid. It's a little muggy. But the beaches... Are okay. Beautiful. Yeah, we had a great time. It is. There is beautiful. I there. think everybody in Florida lives on water. They it's, do. It's amazing. They do. We had a great time. We Wonderful did. visit. Gone a week, and, mm-hmm. and so it's been a week since a little over since we've yeah. been here at these microphones. Good to be back. Yeah. Yes, it is. It right. is great. Today, it's really great. Let me just let's pray. Okay. Let me just let's just give this thing to the Lord, Father. We just pray that Your Word would stir every heart listening. Mm-hmm. And we just, Shar and I just commit our hearts to you, Lord. We're so excited to be able to encourage people in their marriages. We acknowledge it is uh, under assault, maybe like never before. Uh, there's just this cultural slide that we're in the middle of. And we just pray that uh, everybody listening would be strengthened and encouraged mm-hmm. in their marriage life. So do that, Lord. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So this episode is one that we've really been considering doing for a long time. We've talked about it a number of times, nearly pulled the trigger on it. So we're excited to do it today. It's about what we call uh, marital drift, which we've struggled with. I think every well, couple I, does. I, I think every couple does. I do too. If, if you're normal, I think you do. In the end, I think what we're calling drift, and we'll kind of explain what we mean by that as we go here, but it's probably one of the greatest, and, and I would think, hun, you'd agree that it's the most common I challenge. So. I think so. Struggle in a marriage mm-hmm. uh, where it just drifts, not necessarily off course, but it's just not going where one day you're so excited for it to go. Mm-hmm. You're deeply passionate about mm-hmm. building a real tight, intimate, romantic, loving, uh, powerful marriage together. And before you know it, you know you've drifted. We were just talking about this when all of a sudden you look up and you get this question and you look at each other and go, how how did we get here? Right. Well, that's drift. It mm-hmm. wasn't one event. It probably mm-hmm. wasn't one singular thing. You just wake up and you're no longer where you thought you would be. Right? Not a bunch of arguments. No. Just, just happening to be in a, in a different place. Yeah. And it's not as fun. We've drifted into a spot mm-hmm. that we just aren't comfortable in, right? Right. And I, I'm hoping that we're not just preaching to ourselves here, but that everybody <laughs> listening can go, okay, we we've been if been married any length of time, that that sounds like familiar territory. So drift is a big deal. It's uh, it's kind of like a a silent assassin to a marriage. You you don't realize it. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, so slow and gradual that you don't realize it incrementally as it's happening. Right. But boy, you know it when all of a sudden you, you realize we are way offshore here. Mm-hmm. We're so, I'm going to mix my metaphors, but now we are so deep in the weeds. We mm-hmm. don't even know how right. we got here. The, for the first time that I really ever contemplated this is we were on vacation. Oh, yeah. In at the beautiful beach in Channel Islands, and we have a. This was years. I mean, how, it was probably ten years yeah, ago, right? And we have an inflatable canoe. <laughs> <laughs> 
which is hysterical. It's really just like a big raft, but it's really comfortable. And we paddle around or actually Kenny paddles around because I don't really like to do that. I would rather just lay there and do nothing. Which she's really good at, by the way. Super good at it. Paddle me over there. I want to go see that. I I think that what I do is I get him off tilt because (laughs) I start to paddle. He goes, no, 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 no. You're you're not doing it right or whatever. And he goes, why don't you just let me do it? And I go, okay. I think it's probably intentional on my part. So then I don't have to do anything but enjoy. And we were in a really beautiful little cove. Yeah. And we were listening to our music on our little we took a little speaker, speaker out, out, little there Bluetooth speaker, and listening to movie themes. I think it was it was like <laughs> heaven. It was heavenly, literally. The heavenly. weather it was beautiful. It was is beautiful. So we just decided we're not going to paddle for a while. Let's just lay here and, and just enjoy. Shut our eyes, and it was it's real comfortable just to kind of hunker down. Yeah, and, you lean back in this little yeah. inflatable uh, kayak. Yes. And it's, it's really, it's comfortable. comfortable. It's too comfortable. It's not like a normal kayak that you have to sit there and it's really hard and rigid. Rigid, This is is inflatable. So we were just listening and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, if heaven is just anything like this, it's, it's something I can't even describe. Yeah. And it was just wonderful. And in that time of life, we didn't have many peaceful little moments. We're busy, 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 you know? So we, uh. I guess woke up or <laughs> decided to open our eyes after about 10 to 15 minutes. And we were so far from where we started. Yeah. And we had no clue that we were moving. It was just so subtle and so relaxing, honestly. We just hunkered down, didn't it was pa- easy. we weren't paddling. Nope. We weren't looking. We weren't doing anything but enjoying ourselves. And then we woke up and we went, Wow, now we have some work to do to get back to where we started. And I yeah. said, We should have we should have tied up a, a rope to this little oh, anchor in anchor. Yeah. And we could have just laid there all day and and not drifted. Right. But we had drifted and I I remember just thinking in my heart, oh Lord, this happens. It happened so easily without any knowledge that it was going on. Yeah. And, and he, I felt like he spoke to my heart saying this happens all the time in marriage. You just, you actually brought it up right then. You said, this away. is what mm-hmm. happens to couples. And we just drift apart. Yeah. And, and I think I've heard that term from many couples when they divorce for they don't have any reason. No, just, we've drifted apart. We've just drifted apart. Yeah, and I thought this is dangerous. Yeah, it was very dangerous to a marriage. This drift, we've felt it many times. Yeah, over these years, and um, I'm sure that if you've been married for very long, like Kenny said earlier, you have felt it too, where you just wake up one day and go, "Oh." This doesn't feel the same. It's, we're not in the same spot we were. Yeah. You look around and go, how did we get here? Yeah. And it was subtle. We didn't mean to drive it here. No. No, no. no one was doing anything wrong except not watching. And we'll, we'll get into the reasons mm-hmm. why drift happens. And then lastly, hopefully, what to do about it. What's the antidote mm-hmm. to marriage drift, which we're all challenged with it. Again, we would be the first to say mm-hmm. uh, we've awakened a few times mm-hmm. To realize I don't, we don't love where we're at, you know, and uh, ha- and ask the question: How did this? How did we get here? Mm-hmm. It's not because we weren't busy; we were doing stuff. Yeah, but we didn't like where we were at. You know, drift is 
is something inherent. Every When you just stop and think about it, every team can struggle with drift. Every unit, every ensemble, every group, every institution, every organization. I think, you know, pastoring churches, you can drift from your originally original mission. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you're like, man, we're doing things. We got programs running. This happened to us a number mm-hmm. of times in churches that I served in was you start assessing what you're doing and going, we, we've got stuff going that isn't really doing anything to get us where we wanted mm-hmm. to go. Mm-hmm. You know, we've, so we've had to course correct. I mean, in any, I mean, I've played enough athletics on teams, sports and things where all of a sudden you're not in a good place. You drifted into mm-hmm. places that weren't part of your original vision of what right. that team should look like, how it should operate. So every institution, every group, every team, and certainly marriage itself isn't incubated from that that challenge. Even as a believer, drift is a big is a big deal in the Bible. I mean, the the, the scriptures deal with drift. I mean, I, I think of Revelation two four where talks about five and six, where to the church of Ephesus, the Lord says, look, I, I you're doing awesome stuff. Mm-hmm. You're not lazy. Right. You're, you're busy people. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're doing everything right. You're laboring with patience and you know who's evil and who isn't. You, there's a lot of good going on here, but I have this against you. You have left your first love. That church didn't even realize it. Mm-hmm. They had drifted, mm-hmm. right? So Whole churches can drift, people can drift, Christians can drift from the bottom line to a, a living life with the Lord, and pretty soon you're busy about a lot of religious stuff, but but there's no real fellowship mm-hmm. with Jesus mm-hmm. going on, no real worship life happening and those things. Reading through Genesis the other day, Jacob was over and over again called back to Bethel, where he first met the Lord. You remember the the ladder mm-hmm. where angels ascending mm-hmm. and descending and the Lord spoke to him. Now that was his first experience with God, God speaking mm-hmm. directly to him. He met the Lord there at Bethel. His life would get so complicated with uncle Laban messing with him and <laughs> seven years for the wrong, wrong wife, you know, uh, overall 20 years serving mm-hmm. Laban. And, and at the end of that mess, his life was so complicated and the Lord said, it's time to go go home, go back mm-hmm. to Bethel. And the Lord calling back to what's important, the one thing. In fact, even as I say that one thing, remember Paul in Philippians talks about this one thing I, I do. Right. There's this one thing. And it's easy to drift from that one thing. All over the Bible, there's exhortations to be watchful and vigilant. First Peter Four seven it says, but the end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be serious and watchful in your prayers. First Thessalonians five six says, therefore, let us not sleep as others, as others do, but let us watch and be sober minded. All over the Bible. Sometimes though, don't you just get tired? Sure. Sometimes I feel okay. I just put the paddles down. I just. <laughs> Don't want to work so hard. I don't know if any of you out there feel the same way, but it takes such concentrated intentionality to continue on day to day, hour by hour, week by week, year by year in a marriage. You bet. That you know this person so well. 
you can finish their sentences. You yep. know how they're going to react in every situation. It just goes over yep. and over and oh, yeah. over again. That's dangerous for a marriage. It is dangerous for a marriage because pretty soon you go, I'm just not going to work that hard anymore. Right. And But then you wake up. And, and there you, you are. And there you are, and you're not in a in a good state. Yeah. You're not in a happy state where you're motivated to, to pick up the paddle again and start going back to square one and going, yeah. no, I need to get this on yeah. track again. I think we've been there many times in our I marriage. I think every marriage, I think everybody listening knows mm-hmm. we're speaking truth here. This is a real, if, again, if you've been married any length of time. And the reason we talk about this all the time, that our got to remember our world is under the curse of sin. Mm-hmm. Everything left to itself mm-hmm. is going to degenerate and decline and degrade. Everything, my garden out front, I, you got to take <laughs> care of it. Or the weeds, it, <laughs> there they go. Yeah, you, you can't leave anything. No, like, you can't leave anything. It reminds me of coasting. There's only one way things yeah. coast. Things don't coast to higher no. ground. And we hear that they all the time, but you kind of go... I just don't want to work so hard. And I think as we get older, and I don't know, maybe some of you older people will agree. It's like you've worked so hard your whole life. Just with intentionality, you you have to. You have kids, you've got jobs, you've got all this demands in your life. And then you get a little older and you go, I don't want to work that hard. Right. But if we don't. That's right. Then we'll find our place, ourselves in a place that we don't want to be. Yep. So we have to work no matter what. We have yep. to go to that to the gym. Let's talk about what. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we gotta go to work. <laughs> Roll up your sleeves. Well, I'm sitting. And this I'm is, saying well, literally, we need to go to the gym. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, oh yeah. We uh, let's talk about the the reasons drift occurs. Uh, I list three of them, and I there's probably mm-hmm. more, but I think maybe from our own experience. Uh, and you kind of touched on this, babe, a little bit ago. But the first would just be laziness. You put the paddles down. I, we're, we're, I'm I'm done stroking. I man. put I'm the done. paddles down and I shut my eyes. <laughs> That's I, when we drifted. I wanted some rest. <laughs> and yes. and I'm I'm telling you, you, you may be listening. And if if we could be honest right now, if you are, if you do not have your sleeves rolled mm-hmm. up, and you're coasting, you're drifting. Mm-hmm. You're drifting. You you don't even stay neutral. There's a current. Right. There was a current where we were mm-hmm. that day. We didn't feel we it. We didn't though. know it was there. No, we didn't. You did. There's a current in our world, and mm-hmm. it's dark. Mm-hmm. It's left to flow with that current. The mm-hmm. current of this present age we are in mm-hmm. today, right now. It's very dark. Will lead you to places in a married life where you will wake up one day and go, "How, honey? Mm-hmm. How did we get here?" Mm-hmm. So laziness or indifference maybe is probably one of the number one causes that that of drift mm-hmm. where you shockingly end up a place you didn't mean to go you've got to be working dear ones it's the way of all things in this world uh under the curse of sin are to decline and degenerate without uh, a spiritual advancement where we are abiding in Jesus and walking with the Lord and we are prayerful people seeking the kingdom. That's the labor. That's mm-hmm. the work. And, and 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 life takes a lot of intentionality and work. Stressful at times. It's you you have to be diligent. And I think that a lot of people, including myself, 
you're working so hard out there in all these areas. You're working yep. for your church, you've got your job, you have your family, yep. you have all these pressures in your life. And then you look at your marriage and you go, oh, I don't have to work that hard, do I here? It'll be okay. It's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. She's going to be okay. He's going to be okay without any attention. This person needs me more than he does. Yeah. But you have to do it all. You have to do the marriage too. Yeah. That, that, to keep that relationship yeah. alive, you have to be intentional about that too. So true. That leads to really the second reason that I think, or I guess root cause of drift in a marriage first, I think is laziness and, mm-hmm. and secondly would be misplaced priorities. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Where you give mm-hmm. yourself to things that aren't unimportant. They right. are important. Yeah. They're big. Very important. But we're here to tell you right now that the most important thing in your life is your own soul keeping, mm-hmm. your relationship with Jesus, mm-hmm. keeping it healthy. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, is that marriage relationship. Mm-hmm. There's so much writing on the testimony of our lives. Right. Uh, uh, being shown forth from a healthy marital life, mm-hmm. right? There's something about uh, the nature of God that's seen in a unity between a man and his wife. Well, we go back to what we touched on, I mm-hmm. don't know how many weeks ago, about how this relationship mirrors so much yep. of our our Jesus's right. Being our husband and what where unconditional love body. looks mm-hmm. like, and and yeah. how else are people going to see that unless they have right someone to look at and say, okay, I see it, right? I see this. That's one of the reasons our marriages we're for our marriages. Yeah, it's one of the um, great ministries and witness of our of a marriage, a healthy marriage. So when it comes to priorities, maybe just take a second, gang, and and ask yourself: Have we mm-hmm. have we prioritized? our marriage where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. You men listening, have you prioritized your wife and the love relationship between you? Are your sleeves rolled up and are you efforting and doing the things mm-hmm. that cultivate love right right there within your home? And if not, I, I mean, your your kids may be having a ball on the softball field or and the piano lessons and the camping trips, but in the end, look, take care of your marriage. Mm-hmm. Prioritize it where it needs to be. And then thirdly, and maybe most of all, is simply a lack of intentionality. Mm -hmm. Um, Not because people are lazy. They're working hard at a lot of other things. They just have not been intentional about building a love life between husband and wife. So those three things, I think probably are the most common, I would think, causes of drift, right, babe? Laziness, misplaced priorities, and and just a lack of intentionality. Unfortunately, when you have the lack of intentionality, it's not that you don't love that person. You you look at them and go, you're thankful for them. You love them. This is not, we're not talking about a contentious relationship. No. We're talking about two people that get along well. They've worked out a lot of their stuff. And yeah, you, you know it, that they're okay. You know that they're we're okay. Yeah. When we're, I wrote those thing three things mm-hmm. down, it's interesting. I did not write a loss of love. No. I can I can adore Charlene mm-hmm. and still have my priorities totally. all messed up. I can adore Charlene mm-hmm. and still be a lazy person exactly. when it comes to building her up and mm-hmm. building a love relationship. 
So it's not an issue of love loss. It, everything's everything needs to be tended. Yeah. In our life and our marriage is one of the things that needs to be tended. And just like the garden, just like cleaning the toilets, just like food preparation, just like yeah. everything in our life, our physical bodies need to be tended. Yeah. These things have to be looked after right. in in an appropriate way yeah. to thrive and flourish and to be a witness for the Lord. Yep. And I think that in my own life, you know, speaking frankly, sometimes I just go, I'm I'm tired of yeah, that. Sure. I don't want to do it right now. And you 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 might have a reason like, well, they're not tending to me very well. Right. So why should I tend to them very well? She's talking well? about other people, not me, by the way. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Right. So well, we're in, we've been in the program 46 years too. I mean, our marriage is 46 years old and it happens. You, right. We've been at this a long time, yeah, right? Babe? You are. And it, no one's going anywhere. Everyone's committed. Right. But if you're, you find yourself one day waking up without that intensity for your marriage and what God wants to do in it. Yeah. And it provides a lot of joy and happiness in your life. And maybe this episode is more for the older marriage. Mm -hmm, it might Not be. Not in those first five years or seven years, you know, where... Well, you're just surviving when you're raising children. Boy, true that. I remember true that. many nights just collapsing yeah. in bed saying, please take me away. Yeah. So I can get rest and we can get to know each other again. Right. But then when you're older and you work from home or you're retired... Yeah. And you just look at each other, oh, they're 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 just there. Yeah. They're just always there. And you you miss out on so much that God wants to do yep. in your life as as a witness yeah. for him and also like I said, for your own Absolutely. joy and happiness and yeah. contentment in life. So let's get to the payoff here. So what's the antidote? What's the solution to drift? Really simple. It's commitment with intentionality. Mm -hmm. We learned a long time ago, and we've said it so many times. I, I, I can't, I couldn't even take a guess, but we said it to ourselves. We taught this principle to our children. I've said it hundreds of times in counseling appointments. When it comes to building your marriage relationship, really building anything, mm -hmm. um, commitment and confusion about it can't occupy the same space. It mm -hmm. can't occupy the same heart. Think of it like this: if I've, if I'm confused about where my marriage is going, what it's where it's at, what it's supposed to look like, mm -hmm. then it got there because of a lack of commitment. Mm -hmm. Anything, right? Likewise, if I'm committed, I'm not confused. Right. Confusion and commitment cannot occupy my heart at the same time. Even It's so true even about my walk with Jesus. Mm -hmm. If I'm confused about in the Lord and what's right and living a righteous life or living for the Lord, then it's because somewhere my commitment waned mm -hmm. and confusion comes when you, it when does. commitment wanes and you start losing commitment, confusion comes in like a flood oh, it bombards you. and you lose your way so fast. So fast. So the antidote to any confusion mm -hmm. or waffling about how I feel about my marriage or where I'm going in my marriage or anything like that, the antidote is always commitment. Renew mm -hmm. that commitment. And that's what really what we're encouraging with this episode mm -hmm. is right now, visit that in your hearts and take a minute and right. 
renew that commitment to your husband, that commitment to your wife to never quit building something that honors and glorifies God and leads to your partner's highest and best life possible. I just look at it as taking up the paddle, started paddling back. (laughs) It it takes a little bit to get used to it again, but I can do it. And I can just paddle my way back to where it should be right in in the appropriate place it should be in my heart. So when two people renew Mm -hmm. their commitment and Mm -hmm. refresh it, Mm -hmm. any marriage can turn so fast quickly. It may have taken years for you to drift Mm -hmm. to where you found yourself or right now are finding yourself. But I'm telling you with deep commitment, rebuilds can happen and renewal can happen. Restoration can Mm -hmm. happen so fast. That's what's always kind of befuddled me with marriage counseling. People have lived so long, drifted so far from the high watermark, right? They're just, and, and they'll come as if they really want help. But two years later, they're still in that spot. I'm going, Mm -hmm. how did that not turn? Mm -hmm. If you're committed to the right things, just like we've seen other marriages that woke up one day and went, we don't like where we're at. Right. And all of a sudden they get committed to building something different, to operating in forgiveness and love and tenderness and grace. Within weeks. And within weeks. Days actually. That old marriage is gone Mm -hmm. and they are in something new, Mm -hmm. right? So the antidote to drift is commitment with intentionality Mm -hmm. every Mm -hmm. single time. Every time. Right. And you will be rewarded greatly. Richly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, our hope is that this helped you today and encourage you. This Uh, is a small tool, but large though, too, if you think about it. Yep. It it sounds, it sounds to me like, oh, that's kind of insignificant. Yeah. But not when you're in the middle of it. No, not at all. You find yourself in a place that you, it's just not as fun. Right. So. So there you have it. Renew your mm -hmm. commitment and Mm -hmm. be intentional. Boy, you'll be absolutely shocked at how quick things turn around and really get moving. Mm -hmm. Amen. All right. God bless you guys. Thanks for being with us today. Mm -hmm. Hon, you doing good? Yeah? I am. I'm doing great. This was fun. It is fun. All right. Until next time. God bless you all. Uh, Bye-bye. Bye-bye.